Have you ever looked up at the stars and wondered if your world and everything in it is merely the result of four pasty weirdos who may not even be wearing pants, sitting at their computers talking to each other? What if the moment these dorks grow bored of imagining your world, they can just ball it up and throw it away? Well, welcome to Disposable Worlds. show where we take your ideas, lead them out to a field, shoot them in the back of the head, bury them, and <laughs> see what kind of wonderful things and shapes spring up from that I mean, pile. We spend some time with them first, you know, we give them some love and we care, do. right? We do. We watch the sunset together. Well, those are the ideas are biodegradable, right? Well, so we just... yeah, they're living things. They give it Yeah, we shoot, we shoot them and then see what blossoms from their corpses yeah. yeah they're definitely murdered at the end though. it's kind of a where the red fern <laughs> grows sort of a situation <laughs> except that your ideas haven't done anything wrong and they don't have rabies they might be i don't know it's it's for their yeah, own i don't know yeah that's that's up for debate whether the ideas have done anything it, wrong i mean have you seen this week's it's ideas? an internet it's, for, it's <laughs> an internet red fern anyway so no one can really see it like it's just all conceptual it's an rgb uh-huh. fern hexadecimal you know i'm actually this 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 actually is not even our worst metaphor. Let's let's roll with yeah. it. Let's shoot these ideas. <laughs> it works. Let's fucking murder and bury these ideas. All right, let's line them up. <laughs> My name is Ryan. I'm your host and moderator slash um... murderer. Just murderer. I think that's what they call them. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that makes me the second murderer, uh, Cody. There to help murder these ideas for the sake of seeing what beauty <laughs> Can uh, be comes. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We're, we're, we're more, we're like botanists. Botanists do this, right? Yeah, this is exactly what botanists do. They shoot their whatever. Um, well, how, dude, I'm, like corpses make wonderful fertilizer, I'm, I, would, I, I assume. I'm Steven, and I'm just the farmhand who's witnessing these murders. <laughs> You're getting shot. <laughs> we can't have a witness. I'm probably going to be killed as well after this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see so, how well you do. Uh, well, we need a we need a point of comparison. We need to compare like how an idea corpse grows versus just a regular human regular man. human corpse. So yeah, anyone who's <laughs> listening to this, make sure to check on me in a week or two. It's for science. Um, all right. So Reddit user Starbeard Boy submitted the idea: Earth is infested with secret dwarves masquerading as humans, standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> And little monster. Yeah, I'd I'd shoot that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Little monster twenty eight ninety two says, a world where the currency is compliments. Oh, that's so nice. A human rocket says, all citizens must raise a succulent from birth, a cactus, I guess. And the person who raises the biggest, healthiest succulent becomes president. Perhaps succulent (laughs) farming schools run rampant with corruption, and succulent assassins guilds form to suppress political dissidents from gaining power or maybe it just works perfectly <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he he also commented on his own comment here it says also all other positions are determined this way as well with vice president raising the second best succulent and except 
etc wait all other political positions or like all any any position in yeah society? this is gonna be hard because it, what about school president it, well i think it just goes down the chain like can a child become president everyone's somewhere in the chain of command right mm-hmm. after after the secretary of agriculture or whatever then it goes to like vice principal of like the high schools <laughs> and then nice. like student student counselors and like student student body treasury all that sort of stuff. Well, the thing is, like, if you're a kid and you're the best succulent, do we have, like, a kid president situation on our hands? Does it have time to become the best, though? I mean, that'd be really impressive if, if like... It depends. I don't know. A savant. This kid's a succulent savant. I would imagine it's kind of like the way our world works now, where, like, the greatest generation got in there and then jury-rigged all the rules oh, and, yeah, the, and yeah. the laws. Oh. So it's like, well, you can't really be... You can't really run for succulents. That's a good point, because think about it. Can you can you even grow succulents, like, everywhere? Like, how well, how well do succulents grow in, like, colder climates, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Like, only the rich, the 1% lives along, like, the yeah. uh, the equator. Yeah, the ideal succulent band. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this Kinda is like, going to be a rich one. Yeah, All right. Whatever the Napa <laughs> Valley of succulents is. Well, we know what's growing out of this corpse, mm. at least. <laughs> succulents. <laughs> Got to get to the desert. <laughs> Um, all right, Chef Robert Irvine. Thank you, Chef. <laughs> when you were born, an animal appears that is psychically linked to your mind. The animal is now your companion for the rest of your life. If you die, then so do they, and vice versa. When a blood relative dies, you can link with their animal in addition to your own, if you so choose. That doesn't make any sense, because if a blood relative dies, then it dies. Yeah, I was confused about that, too. Well, I wonder if, like, you, if you are there at the point of their death. <laughs> <harvest> <laughs> the exact <laughs> moment you can perform the ritual to transfer. This is actually probably how your relative dies, is you, like, unlinking them from their animal. <laughs> taking it from your but the real question is, like, would you want to do that? Because if this, these animals are psychically linked... Then you are you will become psychically linked to something that was psychically linked to grandma. Oh, you can and like, feel her like persistent oh. shame and disappointment. Yeah, yeah. yeah how, how fucked up is that? You. Like you, you murdered me, Kyle. <laughs> the memories, Kyle. I'll, I'll never forget. <laughs> Did you wash your hands after you murdered me, Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, do you know how disgusting my corpse was? Like it says, if if your animal dies, you die. But if you link to more than one animal. If any of your animals die, do you die? Because that's just making you a bigger target. That, that really puts you in a dangerous situation. I feel like you mm. could get hit by a car. I mean, fucking animals die all the time. <laughs> I can just see you in a car and all the seats in your car are full of all the animals you've psychically linked with. Uh, and they're all old old members of your family who died and are bitching you out all the time. <laughs> Kyle, turn! <laughs> Kyle, you're going too fast, Kyle. Uh, I would imagine that they would be out to protect you, too. You would have, like, a swarm of, like, animals that are, like, making sure that you don't die because they all know they're going to snuff it. What if your family just gets a bunch of shitty animals like gerbils, though? Like, it's just... (laughs) (laughs) They'd only go so far to, like, protect you, probably, because they're not going to go far enough to put themselves in danger because putting themselves in danger would get you killed anyway. Are they, like, eternal animals, though? It kind of sounds like they're spirit-like animals, so you could just, like, take your gerbil and put it in the safety deposit box. It does does simply say (laughs) an animal appears that is psychically linked to your mind. I wonder if they have, like, regular animal lifespans because if that's the case like you get a dog you've only Dude, got... gerbils are the worst oh, you're thing. fucking 10 years old you're out of here gold, yeah gold you gotta get a turtle if you want to have any reasonable 
lifespan yeah, no or an elephant. Everybody's or down with the turtle clan or a human human link. That's true. This really creates like a class a class structure of people, like depending on the animals that they've bonded with. It's probably like family based, you know. Does it even appear like next to you, or does it appear somewhere in the world? So like you're psychically linked to a cow that appears in a, a farmyard somewhere. <laughs> like as you grow older, then it's like you hit like five years old, and then like you're psychically your psychic cow is like taken to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> that would actually be kind of interesting though if you do have to hunt them down in the wild and like try and find you them. Have to hunt you have to, like, down your own other. animal. Well, not to like hunt it, but like you have to track it down, and it has to track you down sort of a situation but it would that'd be interesting that would be the shaft if like your psychic animal is just a veal a veal cow like in a basement somewhere it's like good luck yeah but the thing is they appear so i'm sure like old farmer johnson goes out it's like well we've got got one more cow that we used to <laughs> just one another one of the dig psychic cows uh, psychic cows what do you think the market like the market value of like psychic cow veal would be though honestly uh jail time well yeah but like it's like those people that want to eat giraffes and like rhinos and stuff like that uh, they have those weird secret societies well the, the difference is like if you eat a giraffe in this world it's yeah that's pretty bad you're eating a giraffe but in that world you kill a person too you fucking murdered someone it's the most forbidden of fruits the psychic yeah. cow there has to be something that marks these animals as different. Like, are, are are these the only animals that exist in this world? Or are there regular animals, too? And do regular animals, if there are regular animals, get their own little psychic connections? Mm. And is it lower than them on, like, the food chain? Like, does a dog, when a dog is born, get, like, a psychic connection <laughs> with, like, a hummingbird or something like that? Uh, we would all be linked together. It says when you are born, so I guess this only really only applies to me since I read yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so if I read it, I can get it too? Yeah, well, or... yeah but you didn't, so... Sorry. It really only applies to the protagonist in this world, which is me. Yeah. But... No, me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got two more, actually. Um, Tosser's Delight says, uh, Space Frankenstein's attack. <laughs> and Alex Gus says, A world in which, if you sneeze, you turn inside out until you next sneeze is this a haiku also <laughs> that i think might be a haiku <laughs> a world in which if you sneeze you're you're turned inside out is you are one your <laughs> yeah if the contraction is is pronounced your then that is a that's a perfect haiku thank you alex gus for run for gaming the meta <laughs> <laughs> that would suck though every time you sneeze you pop inside out i mean i feel like i always sneeze in threes so yeah, like, I, sneeze like I would pop <laughs> back and forth a couple times and then i would be like inside out for the rest of the day it would suck so bad. Is it like a natural sneeze, or can you force a sneeze? Can you force a sneeze? Can you force a sneeze? I've never. I'm just no. I'm just thinking like if you do like the the basic you know body movements, like can you trick your body into thinking you're sneezing? Oh, okay. You're talking like mechanically. Yeah. I think it's got to be a true sneeze. Just carry on pepper and pour it in your nose all the time, or whatever. <laughs> Although that shit's got to yeah. that shit's got to sting when you're inside out. Would your pockets be inside of you if you sneezed? And... Would your clothes go inside of you? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, that's what I kind of want to. kind of what I wonder. <laughs> I uh that would be painful <laughs> and awkward. What if you sneeze during sex? Oh, um, this isn't even about this question. This is just I, I'm just curious. <laughs> you apologize, Cody, <laughs> like a nice person. So sorry, you're inside of me now permanently until I sneeze again. No, you blame them for being allergic to them. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Why does it always turn so awful so quickly? <laughs> 
Yeah. Why did why did turning inside out become so awful? How did that happen? Yeah. Who would have guessed? I think these are all really funny. Thanks everybody that submitted. These are all really great. Yeah. Um, I really like Earth is infested with secret dwarves masquerading as humans standing on each other's shoulders. Just because the concept of like hidden Muppet Man is great. I would love to live in a world where like I had to be paranoid. Like, is my boss really just two dwarves standing on each other's shoulders? You're always just trying to figure out if they're two dwarves. And how many times do you think you have like a situation where someone like is doing a reveal where they like they pull the coat off of someone yeah. and they're wrong? I gotta say the first thing first thing that came to mind when I when I saw this was uh, Men in Black, but for like dwarves. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's like a. Is, now is this like full bearded uh, dwarves? I mean, that's a good point. The, the bottom, the bottom dwarf has got to get pretty spicy, mm. right? Like, he's he's hot and heated <laughs> down there with that big thick beard being inside a is coat that, all the time. Is that what the kids are saying these days, man? I'm getting. Is anyone else getting spicy? <laughs> fucking spicy, man. Woo. I don't. I kind of like it as being like like Tolkien esque style dwarves, like just short pe- short people <laughs> with like big beards that are very good at crafting things. Um, maybe that's how they've survived like the magical apocalypse that got rid of all of the elves and the and the orcs and stuff like that. Yeah. Just... Maybe that's a giveaway. Maybe that's like a dead giveaway. It's like if they're really good at crafting things, you know, or if they use like magic hammers and stuff like that. It's like wait a minute. That's... <laughs> Wait a second. And they refuse to bend at the waist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're doing two things at once. First thing you do when you meet a person is like, do a cartwheel. <laughs> Would it be illegal, do you think, at a job interview to request that your like candidate does a cartwheel? Mm-hmm. When you're... <laughs> dwarves would have to be really get really good at their, tr- their tricks. I, yeah, I just I I think two dwarves. If if that became a standard thing, I think two dwarves stacked on top of each other could totally achieve. Yeah. A cartwheel. Well, that's the thing. But if, as soon as dwarves start mastering the cartwheel, as soon as they start mastering that, then they have to develop some new tests to mm-hmm. like. Oh, hey, uh, would you mind taking off your trench coat? Yeah. <laughs> do it. I feel like that would be a better test. To oh yeah, or or your first day of work will be the uh, the company wide swim party mandatory. mandatory. <laughs> what t shirt contest? <laughs> oh nope, that's a beard. <laughs> There's a beard. <laughs> they got a beard or has got horrible pubic hair. You've got a big fuzzy belly there, sir. But the thing is, like, are these dwarves just trying to make a living, or? Yeah, I think they're just trying to get by. Um, I, I do wonder, you said it's kind of like maybe like a men in black situation where like maybe 99.99% of the population is completely unaware that this is happening, but yeah. there's like some people know and they're out there like trying to hunt them down and keep them regulated or, or at least, yeah. at least legit, at least keep them, keep them honest enough, enough so that just about everyone knows that they're there, but like you really got to look to find them. You got to be on your toes. One did give away probably as they have two spirit animals, right? Mm. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They're constantly being followed around. Constantly. And, and if their names are like yeah. H- Hingen and Dorgan or whatever, Bully and Trolley, I don't even... <laughs> Honestly, I feel like there are a lot of giveaways for this. Like he asked them about like their relatives and like, I am Gloin, son of Bloin. <laughs> <laughs> son of... Hey. Master of the offer, the under mountain, the under mountain. Just off, offer them an axe and see what they say. You know? Yeah, just say, oh, the jewel fell out of my ring. What am I gonna do?" Or you could like fake a mugging on them and see if they pull out an axe, just like on pure instinct or something like that. Or if they pull out two wallets. <laughs> or invite them on a quest to like destroy a magic ring and see what they say. Yeah, 
And my axe. <laughs> Ask them about their opinions on elves. Yeah, I think I think we would make really good uh, men in black agents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my yeah, my favorite part about the men in black similarity is that the elves or the dwarves, the dwarves are still they're just good people. You know? <laughs> they're not doing anything wrong. And the men in black, they know they know that they're there, but they're just trying to keep most of society from like ruining it. <laughs> yeah, really, they're trying to protect the dwarves from society because yeah. like they knew they know yeah. if people find out, they'd be like scared as shit. Like what? Bill? Bill is two dwarves. <laughs> He's secretly they two They just think it's the funniest shit ever, and if it gets spoiled, they're just going to be really disappointed. Like, just don't let, like, don't take this away from us. This is fucking hilarious. Just... <laughs> we discovered it, and everyone who finds out gets included in our group. Yeah. This is the one thing that makes Earth special. The one thing. <laughs> Mr. President, please. Thing. This is the funniest shit don't ever. Don't ruin it. Or should I say Mr. President? <laughs> Mr. President. You can't pass this legislation to to, to, <laughs> to, to allow dwarves who to... Who finally became yeah. president. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> I mean, seriously. What if all the dwarves, all the secret dwarves are like super ambitious? So like, it turns yeah. out that the point like zero zero one percent of people who are secretly two dwarves are like running all countries. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole uh, Hillary Clinton is a lizard thing, but with dwarves, and mm-hmm. it's everyone with dwarves. Pr- yeah, well, it's all nations. Well, I would imagine they'd probably be in charge of the uh, the international banking cartels. That's where the real power is, sir. Good idea. I think putting the White House under the, in the base of a mountain is a wonderful <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, yeah, all the all the capitals are inside <laughs> hills and mountains. And you're like, oh. Seems perfectly normal to me. I don't know what you're talking about. We're returning to a gold-based economy again. <laughs> yeah. Profits on hammers has tripled. I'm really digging your new golden uh, president throne, Mr. Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> the embarrassing thing would be, like, if you do uncover, like, you pull a trench coat off a coworker, and instead of it being two dwarfs, it's just two kids. <laughs> uh, two small children. Two kids wearing false beards. Or two Muppets. That'd be even worse. Is there like one person behind them? No, just like them? full on Muppets, like the way that Muppets are in the Muppet movies, where they're just assumed to be like actual things that walk around and do stuff. Would you? Would you would consider Muppets to be like animals, right? Uh, I don't know. Like a lot of Muppets, like a spirit animal. I'm mean, just. I'm. What I'm wondering if Muppets could be like our our spirit creatures i feel like they're more like mutants or something like that yeah well i mean no, that i don't really care about an actual answer here i just want you to tell me that i could have have a gonzo as my spirit yes. creature i i think so that's pretty rad eh. i guess anything that's non-human i guess is an animal apparently do you think well what if like humans all get regular animals as their spirit creatures and dwarves get like my- mythical myth- mm. creatures so they have to like disguise their mm. like fucking griffins and shit as just regular hawks <laughs> or whatever and yeah they have to cut off the horns of the unicorn oh good god <laughs> and muppets get letters and numbers <laughs> <laughs> barcodes so which I- what ideas are we even combining here um I l- secret dwarves um spirit animal Succulents would be embarrassing because I don't know what's after vice president and I don't care in the chain of command. <laughs> speaker uh, of the house and then probably like attorney general or something and then eventually... Well, Ryan, it doesn't fucking matter what our political like ranking system is here because it's not this world, it's that world. And if they have a succulent-based political... If, if, if that's how the politics yeah. in that world are decided, then they probably have different... Priorities. Secretary of Dry Plants. You know, that's probably the third position. So it'd be like President, Vice President, Secretary of Agriculture, and 
and that's mm-hmm. it. Well, the thing is, like, is it limited to the United States or is it the whole world? Because it be it could just be like uh, king of of Earth, <laughs> top succulent grower. Yeah, big suck. Like the best part about this idea is the corruption, like the political corruption, and translating that in, into this world of succulent, like a succulent-based society, like that. I think is fascinating. Um, but beyond that, like I don't know shit about succulents. I don't. I don't know all that much about politics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so combining the two is going to be. Uh, yeah, if the I can see yeah, that. Yeah, dwarves are more up my alley. I can well, I can bone down on some dwarves. <laughs> I can all bone down on dwarves. Um, okay, so so dwarves, um, spirit animals. The compliments one is pretty interesting, but I don't know how well that works with dwarves because dwarves are not about. Well, that's just one more way of sussing them out, and and you know what? When point zero one percent of the population true. is secret dwarves, like I mean, if 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 compliments, so are you wealthy if you give fewer compliments? I wonder. That's your compliments. Like, is your personal compliment currency like higher? The exchange rate of your compliment is higher than someone else's because you'd never do it. Yeah, I don't know if it works because like every time you create a compliment, like everybody else's currency deflates because there's one more compliment out in the world. That's true. Do you get a receipt when you give a compliment? (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, how do you determine whether it's sincere or not? Do you have to record the compliment? Because you probably need proof of purchase, so you probably do have to record the compliment. Like, could you, hey, could you repeat that, please? Louder. Get a receipt. (laughs) Yeah, get a receipt for every compliment. You're going to be that guy. You're going to be that guy. you got to get a receipt for your compliments. (laughs) Whatever. I'm not going to give you a whole chicken for one compliment and not get a receipt. (laughs) Son of a bitch didn't even give me a receipt. I told him to have a nice day. (laughs) That's not even a fucking compliment. <laughs> it isn't this world. You got world. Uh, you got you got change for a nice hairdo. What if it's with close friends? It's like, hey, if you can you help me move? You're handsome. <laughs> Please, you're so handsome. Damn it, he already paid me. How do you get change back too? Like if if you're only carrying like really good compliments. Yeah. Well, you have to. I guess the art would be being very precise with your compliment, complimenting them just enough for whatever it is that you're trying to buy. Different compliments have different values. You've got to have your penny compliment and your nickel compliment ready to give to your friends, and you got to keep that fifty dollar compliment ready to slip to the police officer when he's trying to ticket you. Well, I don't know, like, because people might be really stingy with this sort of stuff, because like. Growing up, your parents aren't just going to give you compliments that you aren't responsible enough to handle. Think how weird it is to grow up in a world where your parents can't even like tell you that you. No, that's your allowance. That that's your allowance. That's your allowance. Mommy, can you tell me that my hair is pretty? No, no, no. You as no. much as as you Charlotte, gonna, as much as I want to. That. You're just going to blow it on some candy. Go mow the lawn, then I'll tell you you're you look great. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think this would work. <laughs> really no i don't see it show me a civilization where this has worked for more than more than uh, boy land years or kid land boy land <laughs> horse world all right so no that, i think we've i think we've disproven this as a, an economy yeah our, our first the, world our completely shot on, down yeah. uh yeah yeah failed, failed can't happen launch. sorry guys this world uh, cannot be built dwarf, dwarf yeah. world psychic animals how about sneezing popping in and out? In, oh, good God. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, I love Dwarf World and the Animal One so much together, but then as soon as you combine them, except maybe Space Frankenstein's <laughs> attack, I think dwarves 
fighting back against the space <laughs> Frankensteins is legitimate. Okay, I do have one question. Mm. So uh, we all know, as as learned, well-read individuals, uh, that Frankenstein is the the doctor who creates yeah. the monster. He's not the monster. So are these just like yeah. super Frankenstein scientists, like super scientists attacking Earth? Because that, you well, know, quite frankly, that's probably more frightening than a bunch of. Yeah, you would assume that they would have a whole host of monsters. If, That's if true. a bunch of Frankenstein's got together, and they're all from space, coming with their monsters. Space Frankenstein's attack with their with their Frankenstein monsters. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty frightening. I would I wouldn't mind having some secret dwarves on my side in that battle. That's for sure. I, I think we need the secret dwarves to help us out the, here. The, like everyone, everyone's like, "Damn it! If only we had secret dwarves on this planet who could save us and psychic psychically linked animals." It'd be fun. It'd be a fun scene in like the UN Council where they're like, "What? What?" How can we fight back after this wave, wave after wave of Frankenstein's? And then somebody stands up and says, "Look, Lithuania's got some secret intelligence. It turns out one of those guys has actually read the book, and the Frankenstein's aren't the monsters. There must be, there must be <laughs> secret scientists on board those spaceships making these monsters." I see. <laughs> so it's it's reading that saves the day. <laughs> the reading, the power. That's of the moral reading. of this story. We read the book. And at the end of the movie, they <laughs> stare directly to the camera and just like, if only someone had read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> Don't destroy the monsters, destroy the Frankensteins. The, so do the dwarves have to remain secret? They're, they're called secret dwarves. Could they not out themselves in the, I just, like... I love, I love the idea of them either outing themselves or, like, I don't know, something happening where the secret dwarves have to act. To save us. What if you've been dating someone for like five years and you've only ever made love with them to, uh, with the lights out in the dark? Yeah, through their trench and coat. Then you like discover that they're a secret dwarf, and then like when when you finally learn that's like me too. What if they're so secret they don't even realize who the other secret dwarves are? Four secret secret dwarves all having sex with yeah. each other. <laughs> that's probably the biggest kink of all time is trading your bottom dwarf for a day. <laughs> Ooh! Oh God! <laughs> Swapping dwarves. Or if you're dating a secret dwarf, you're like, I don't know what they do down there while the lights are off, but it's it's dwarf God, it's wild dwarf swapping. <laughs> God. What about what about somebody that like a, a a mother that adopts a baby, and it turns out that it's a dwarf. It's two dwarves. And, but she's so ashamed, and she won't. She doesn't want to tell anybody, and she raises it. Oh, from... I thought you were saying she didn't know. Like she goes to the orphanage, and she's like, a... "I'll take the one with the trench coat." Look, it's a small. But then when she finds out, she like yeah. she loves she loves the dwarf baby so much that she raises the dwarf baby as a normal person and never tw- tells the dwarf baby that it's a dwarf baby. Well, what's dwarf... she gonna tell the bottom part of the dwarf? No, that it, like, it, yeah. they grow up. The dwarf bottom never knows that. Any other life? Besides. Oh, she's just like, nope. This is everyone. Yeah. This is how everyone is. <laughs> I was thinking it was just one dwarf, so you just raise them as a short person who's really bearded. No, you can't. You can't. Mom, I just went to my first day of swim cl- swim class. I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. So, do dwarves pop in inside out when they sneeze? Is that a giveaway that they don't? I think that would be because, like, if you're just out and about and, yeah. like, the bottom part of a person sneezes and then starts screaming a lot. <laughs> and blood just starts <laughs> coming out of their trench coat. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I have to wonder, like, do people just die? Because turning inside out, it would, it would kill probably you. kill you, right? But I do have to, like, seriously, what happens when your lower, your lower or upper dwarf dies? You have to weaken and Bernie's that shit. 
it would probably be easier if your lower dwarf dies because you can just get stilts. But if your upper dwarf dies, yeah, just get some stilts. Like that's <laughs> going to be one hell of a weekend at Bernie's. That's that's yeah. that's what Muppets are actually. Muppets are the upper halves of dwarves that have died, and then they've just been they just keep sewing felt patches on them. <laughs> and then sticking their hand up into their corpse to make them animate and talk. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's just their best ways to disguise. You know what? This was really there. kind of a beautiful idea until you brought it here, Ryan. Well, at least this, at least this world seems possible. Compliment world has been debunked. This Man, world, this world may very well be happening. Have you guys ever seen anyone that you thought might be a secret dwarf? Mm. Uh, all the tall people. All the tall people. <laughs> Fucking no. basketball players. Have you ever seen? Yes, <laughs> yeah, all of them, man. All the the Walmart um, scooter people kind of look like they could be like ten dwarves, <laughs> that, ten dwarves yeah, in a garbage yeah. bag. That's true. Do you think it's limited to just two dwarves every time? No. Yeah, the thing is, if your lower dwarf dies or whatever, you've got to find another combo. You got to go find another secret dwarf. Got to become the third wheel bottom, in that dwarf. The bottom two, that, your dwarf that totem That makes sense, pole. though. Like that's like the Walmart scooter people are just like havens for bottom dwarves that have like lost their their top dwarves. So it's one top dwarf and like seven bottom dwarves. And then there's of course the crackpot people of the planet who like actually know what's going on, but they can't prove it. So they go around to various Walmarts, like pulling people off their scooters and <laughs> trying to rip their sweatpants <laughs> off, shaking, shaking people. That's where the whole upskirt phenomenon started. So, how do you think? How do you think this happens? How do you think they infiltrate society? Because the way, uh, I mean, I know we said that they were kind of gentle, but I also do kind of picture them murdering kids and taking <laughs> their places <laughs> at a very young age, like a changeling sort yeah, of a situation. Uh, yeah, but are they bearded? Are doors bearded as kids? Of course, of course they are. Uh, so they can't. But then I guess we get how we got to get into like dwarf anatomy. You know, dwarves typically live to be like two hundred years old, and they're like in adolescence until yeah. forty, right? How, how like, horrifying <laughs> would that be to like go to change your baby's diaper and you open it and a beard pops out? <laughs> it's two <laughs> little beady beard. eyes. Whoa! Puberty hit early for this An one. Axe. Can we shoot this one in the head already? Oh, or did we? Is that how we started? This is what's grown out this of this corpse. Grown. Yeah, this is like this. Dwarves in this world are like the fucking what's that bird that like eats a other cuckoo? birds' eggs and then plant? Yeah, fucking terrible <laughs> birds. So the dwarf, the dwarf mother sneaks into your home <laughs> late at night, murders your children, and then places their dwarf. No, she babies doesn't murder in, the children. In she takes them leaves. back and raises them to be successful. It raises them to be hers. <laughs> well adjusted. Raises people. them to be su- successful men in black. It's <laughs> men in black. Teaches them all about the secret dwarf. Now you're here to protect us. This is the funniest thing you will ever experience, and you're here to help perpetuate this. <laughs> you have been chosen. It's your responsibility. You've been replaced. You can't see your mother this ever the, again. But it's all for the like, the greater good. Yeah. The world's best joke. Because seriously, how funny is this? <laughs> world's best. World's best joke. Oh God! You think the Men in Black group has like secret relocation programs for the dwarves that are outed? Well, except instead of wiping memories, they just kill everyone. <laughs> we we got to preserve the joke. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty easy. You just give them a give them a new trench coat and put them back on the streets again. A different colored trench coat. Yeah. Paint their beard. <laughs> this idea is so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I choose I choose to live my life believing that this is a real thing from now on.
Yeah, no, the secret the secret dwarves idea is a classic and uh, I will love it even more now. <laughs> there should be a movie about this and then the plot twist, the M Night Sh- Shyamalan plot twist at the end was that the protagonist was a secret dwarf the whole time and didn't know it. I, I would Maybe actually love that if if like if like it's just a regular ass movie like you're watching the notebook <laughs> and then the end. Uh... <laughs> it's like the crying game situation. Instead of it being like, oh, he, the girl was a man the entire time. It's like, no, the girl was two dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> he, takes, he takes off his coat at the very end of the movie, and it's two yeah, dwarves. Yeah, that'd be like that'd be one hell of a tone shift. I don't think Hollywood has the balls to no, make this movie. Yeah, nothing, they wouldn't touch it. Nothing is ever said. Nothing is ever said about the two dwarves. It's just the final scene where he just takes off his coat and he's two dwarves. Oh, that's like David Lynch. That's like David out. Lynch levels of fuck with you though. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I think actually the way it should end is like a really almost too uh, detailed, too like a really graphic sex scene between yeah the... a really graphic sex scene <laughs> a really graphic sex scene between two dwarves <laughs> and a normal person who who's the guy in that movie is it Ryan Gooseboy or Ryan Jake Gooseboy which one is it Ryan, it's one of those handsome Ryan men Gooseboy. I don't fucking know I gotta look at the notebook and dwarves. Ryan Gosling? Yeah, Goose Boy. Is that who you're thinking of? <laughs> Ryan Goosling. Gosling is like a goose. Notebook. He is a handsome man. And he's he's very clean shaven, so he's probably not a he's probably not two dwarves. Oh, that is Goose Boy. That is the goose. The goose is loose. So in the notebook, uh mm. the like the scene where they make out in the rain, that's when like they finally see Ryan Goose Boy's shirt is all white and whatnot. So she sees a face. <laughs> a second face, face underneath. Right, like just peering up above his belt line. Yeah, you're and right. two boners. God. That's a good point. Yeah, like sure. Yeah, I don't know about being the lower dwarf all the time. Especially when like all the secret dwarfs keep finding themselves in notebook situations. <laughs> notebook situations. That's the thing. Is like. The dicks would be kind of like offset. It would be, it'd be like there's there's a dick about six inches above where you expect it, and six inches Wait, below. Sh- right? Where? You know? Okay, like I don't know much about dicks. dwarf anatomy, Stephen, but apparently their dicks are like either on their feet or the middle of their chest. It depends on the breed. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be funny. You know, you you go for where you think a dick would be, it's and instead the there's like two dicks equidistant from that from that point. You know, like one's up. You know, it's all the same in the dark, man. Yeah. Um, except, except if you're, except if they're two dwarves, that's probably pretty unexpected. Yeah, except all of a sudden you're surrounded. Wait, how many were in there? <laughs> Suddenly there's seven dwarves, mm, dude. Already that's the ultimate. Down. That's what the NBA player ones are, though. It's like one top and six bottoms. Do you think the prince from Snow White was actually all seven dwarves <laughs> stacked on top of each other? <laughs> uh. Uh, that's what they don't show you in that That's movie. what I'll be telling my children from now on. She was like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. The perfect man who's just a collection of flaws. Uh, what are some great other like um, pieces of literature or stories in which it would be <laughs> the best case? Wait, have? we're going with great pieces of literature and stories? Why did we start with the notebook? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the best. But That's where it just like where it makes sense for it to be like the reveal is that it was just a, <laughs> two dwarfs on top of each other the whole time. Well, I think I think we were definitely on the some something pretty appropriate with every M, M. Night Shyamalan movie ever. 
<laughs> like that's yeah, that's not even yeah. that's not even as ridiculous as his twist the ultimate normally twist. gets. Oh. Yeah, his twists are real dumb, and I think that twist is. is we should much sell cooler. that to him. And the next like six movies that he makes will just be <laughs> the reveal that it's two dwarves. But that would be hilarious. Like you would keep going to his movies over and over again to see if this time it's still going to be two dwarves, <laughs> and it, it always is. <laughs> Thing. You don't expect it the first time. The second time, you're also very surprised. But after that, you, you just keep going to find out is if he's he still, still doing is he it. Still doing... You know what would be interesting? Yeah. I would love, like, this is going to be a bit of a tangent. I would love for M. Night Shyamalan to, like, direct porn. <laughs> fucking full on dwarf Not porn. even that. Just, I, like, this is even, it has nothing to do with the dwarf world. I'm just curious about, like, what a porn what the, twist what looks like. Twist yeah, exactly. Uh, turns out it was. That's it. That's all I want to say about that. We don't have to. We don't have to go down this rabbit hole if we don't want to. Turns out. Turns out the the stars actually enjoyed it that time. Everyone's happy. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about porn porn plots to understand what would be. Well, a usually twist. people have sex. <laughs> turns out he really was just a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> a twist. He just comes in, fixes the pipes, and leaves. <laughs> Never been so hard in my life. <laughs> then her boyfriend comes home and has sex with her. <laughs> Normal movie. It's very respectful, and none of it is shown. Yeah. Yeah. It's all off camera. While the plumber is fixing the pipes, you can just hear them off camera. Another Shyamalan original. Oh, what if? Oh God, what if the dwarves themselves even have like a plague, where one one out of every hundred dwarves in a trench coat is actually. One of those guys is actually another set of dwarves in a trench coat. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the reveal in the third movie. <laughs> Do you think there are any secret tall dwarves who are just tall dwarves walking around? You're finally you finally caught one. You finally caught a dwarf, and you remove their tr- their trench coat, and it's just like a really tall dwarf. <laughs> God damn it! But he's like the Yao Ming of dwarves. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He outgrew his other dwarf dwarf so intensely that he just pushed it into the earth somewhere. (laughs) That's pretty dark. (laughs) I like Dwarf World. I still think this is the stupidest idea we've got. (laughs) I mean, how have we not even talked about the spirit animal one in relation to the the movie The Golden Compass? That's true. We really didn't we didn't touch on it. You know what would be really disappointing? Is if Um, you had a really awesome spirit animal like a bear from birth and then like 20 years later you find out it's just two dwarves in a trench coat the whole time God damn it here we were here we were like on the path towards veering away from dwarves <laughs> instantly you turn it else. back you know what we haven't talked about in a while guys <laughs> two dwarves disguising themselves as something what if you have a parakeet and it's actually wait hold on Shyamalan twist two oh. dwarves no, two dwarves that's just silly two very very tiny dwarves <laughs> yeah you're not being realistic here Cody dwarves can't be that small uh huh you're right I, I don't know like there's there's so you guys are familiar with the golden compass right mm, like the first two chapters you haven't seen the movie no is it because is it because you 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 boycotted it because of your religion <laughs> yeah it was just too it was just too heavy handed it was really yeah it really insulted my Christian sensibilities. I mean, I that's mean, a bears... thing. A lot of people did boycott that movie, despite the fact that it had James Bond in it. 
it's pretty explicit in the Bible that bears, yeah, polar bears do not suffer a rider, and it says so in the Bible. So Jesus said so himself. Yeah. Once I saw that in the previews, I was like, "Fuck no, this is an abomination." I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that idea was literally just the the main concept of uh, the Golden Compass. Is that what they have? Everybody gets a spirit. Yeah, they all have like spirit bound animals. I just want to, I just want to interject here that it's it's a crime. I clicked on Sam Elliott's Wikipedia page, and there's Mm. a picture of him without a mustache. Wait, is that possible? And (laughs) I don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Sam Elliott is the mustachioed man. Isn't that his spirit animal is his mustache? Shouldn't he have died when he shaved that off? That's his spirit animal is his mustache. He must be, like, contra- contractually bound to have a mustache in every movie he's in. This is this is the only picture I've ever seen of Sam Elliott without a mustache. Wait, hold on. Does he have a mustache in Roadhouse? Um, He's had a mustache in everything I've ever seen him in. And realized. So wait, you're telling me you haven't seen Roadhouse then? I've seen Roadhouse. I don't remember Sam Elliott in Roadhouse. Maybe I just didn't recognize him because he didn't have his mustache. He he had a short does beard. He, does he have a tattoo on his upper lip that says "Help, I've been kidnapped"? Help, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't me. Yeah, he has a short beard. <laughs> he has like the 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 fixings of a mustache, and he still has that wonderful head of hair. God damn! What do you think Sam Elliott's spirit animal is? Badger. <laughs> Fucking sex bear. You know what? Since he's actually always a cowboy, it's probably just a horse. <laughs> sex horse. Uh, Steven, any horse is just a sex horse yeah. if you use it right. He looks so different without a mustache. Why? Did he, did he like, he really do you think does. he donated it to charity or something? Did you, do you think he had to battle it to the death to ascend into godhood? I wonder if it was like trying to take over his body and yeah. he had to... <laughs> He had to yeah. defeat it. Maybe he made like a pact with the devil. And lost it. <laughs> and he made a pact with the devil <laughs> and it, it made him extraordinarily handsome, but he had like a parasitic mustache on his face. And whispered dark things into his ears as he slept every night. Exactly. And he had to overcome it. And he did, and when he overcame it, it broke the pact because he's no longer yeah. handsome because he doesn't have the mustache. He lost anymore. all of his powers. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I, I just realized What's something. That? That that mustache I would almost call inhuman. Would you mm. not? Its thickness, its its it you know its its girth, its it, perfection. Perfection. There are only so many creatures in our or any world that could grow a mustache like that. And do we know anything that's good at growing facial hair? Walrus. Fucking dwarves. Fucking dwarves. Sam Elliott is two dwarves. <laughs> he's two he's dwarves. just the handsomest, most successful two dwarves. You know. Oh my god! I never would have I never would have guessed until this exact moment. I, I've guessed before, actually. Do you think that he was a really tall dwarf with a really small dwarf inside of his mouth, with that dwarf's beard sticking out to look like a mustache? <laughs> you know what? That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> he's, he's a pretty skinny dwarf too. Like he's kind of a. Or do you think that that's what happens when you eat your spirit animal? You become like a Voldemort-style undead monstrosity with a beautiful, lustrous mustache. It's his it's his mustache, his horcrux. <laughs> he can't be killed until his mustache <laughs> is. First you must defeat my mustache. <laughs> clearly, clearly he might be weak right now. That would be the time to take him on. Also probably because he's like super old. <laughs> he's very old. I wonder what other Hollywood actors are actually two dwarves. Actually, two dwarves. They were murdered by two dwarves. And well, the guy who played Gimli is definitely... Like, the funny thing about him being two dwarves is that for the shooting of Lord of the Rings, they just had one of the dwarves play him. 
and it worked out really well. <laughs> Everyone just got to hang out. That's that's like a classic yeah. hiding in plain sight situation. Mm. It was everybody who worked on that film's contract to never talk about the fact that he was literally yeah. a dwarf, yeah, just... and that there was a second dwarf just kind of like hanging out backstage, <laughs> getting drunk. And you he know? just pretended he was a stunt devil. So when so when a blood relative dies and they have a spirit animal, do you have to be like within proximity to like harvest that animal before it like dissipates into the ether? Maybe maybe you can't even can like I guess it says that you can take it if you want. Maybe it just like comes up as like a an option for you. Like, would you like to accept? You have to click on it. A yeah. pop up. Yeah. Would you like to accept Grandma's uh, <laughs> ferret? Oh, fuck no. As her her eighty year old mangy. <laughs> <laughs> dying for spirit skunk i i really think that like people would be super biased against like for for specific animals like if you're running for president and your fucking animal's a bald eagle like what chance oh, does what chance does like anyone else have yeah, against you it's true yeah and the and like your opponents is like an orangutan that won't stop jacking off <laughs> whoops did i mention i was chosen by god to be president <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. America versus the jacking <laughs> orangutan. My opponent can't even stop his orangutan from jacking off. What what kind of foreign policy platform do you think he could even have? I'm just saying there probably would be a lot of biases based off like what animal you have. Mm-hmm. Kind of like phrenology or whatever. Like this, like back in the day, people thought that you could tell a lot about people's personalities by the shape of their head and like their features and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Same sort of a deal. Yeah, I'm sure that like when you go into a job interview, like they're not allowed to ask you what what your spirit animal is, <laughs> in, unless it walks in the room you gotta, with you. You gotta like cage it or something. Fucking. And so if you have like a a tree frog or something, you like put it in a deceptively large cage. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of ways to play the system, but that'd be that'd suck, man. And also, like, yeah, like if you and if if your grandpa had a bald eagle and he died, of course you'd want to get that. That's true. You want to get that bald eagle. I just think about how sad it'll be to find out that your blood relatives die because you get a pop-up that says you have a new psychic animal you can steal. Well, I feel like you have to be within range. Like, you have to be there when they die. So, like, if if Grandpa... If, like, Grandpa's a badass animal and he's, he's you know, he's knocking on, on death's door... You're always hanging out. You're always you're always there while he's around. Hey, Grandpa, want to go base jumping? <laughs> Hey, Grandpa, you want to go do dangerous things together? Want to go skydiving? Come on, Gramps. Don't be such a stick in the mud, Gramps. I'll pack your parachute, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> There'd probably be like a lot of like law surrounding these. Like You could will your spirit animal to somebody. Oh, so so that's how it works. It's like actual a con a contractual thing. Legal legal transfer. It yeah. could be like you could like set it up to where like if I die, make sure that little Billy's in the room so that he can harvest the spirit oh, animal. Oh yeah. Then what if the spirit animal is based off the closest animal, like the, whatever child is being born? When you're being born. Yeah, when you're born, like whatever's. Whatever. So it's mostly like pigeons. Well, the thing is, like, if you know this, you're definitely gonna have like the family cat nearby or something. Like, come on, Chompy, this... let's go. Oh yeah, Chompy. 
Chompy's been passed down in our family for generations. Well, no, you would like as soon as you're born, you would materialize like a new cat or whatever to be your spirit animal. Yeah. That would just be the basis for it. So if you're born in the you know the the, the jungle or something, you're going to have like maybe big old jungle cat. Yeah, but that would also suck because then your parents would determine what your spirit animal is, and it's just like I love bunnies. Yeah. I don't want a bunny rabbit to be my spirit yeah. animal. How am I supposed to win the I want election? A fucking crocodile. Yeah, I want a crocodile. <laughs> fucking... God damn. I want something that strikes terror well, into people's I wonder if, parts. like, like you are cyclically linked to your animal, but you might not necessarily have control over it. And you know a crocodile is going to crocodile. So Yeah, you can't So if you're just, that. like, out and about in the schoolyard and your crocodile eats, like, uh, the Jessica girl's fucking Dalmatian or whatever... And then she dies. Like, well, the question is, like, I, I'm sure this will happen all the time in the courts. Will they be like, yeah. did he psychically command his animal to eat? Are them? you culpable? Or mm. did it just happen? Yeah, and is that a two way street? Because crocodile's going to crocodile. Does your crocodile's bloodlust, yeah. like, feed back into you if you're not careful? Can you can you put a psychic crocodile into jail? That's another good point. And also, what, what does that look like? I think everyone's wondering the same thing. Will our social media accounts have a separate profile picture slot for our animal? <laughs> if you have to send your psychic animal to jail, it's only going to come out much more. It's, it's only going to learn to be a criminal in there. The system doesn't work. Well, you're going to learn too because you're psychically yeah. linked to it. This opens up like a whole new world for crime. The psychic crime. Yeah, because if you have like a chimpanzee, you can totally like psychically command it to like steal the president's jewels. Which <laughs> 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 uh, is the first thing I would do. <laughs> and it's like, what if you're a little kid? You're a little kid. You don't know any better. You're like, all right, all right, Ch- Chinzo. <laughs> steal the president's jewels. Uh, the president wakes up and goes to his jewel closet to get dressed for the day, and like all of them are missing. Or there's like a chimpanzee in there jacking yeah. off. <laughs> that chimpanzee stole my jewels. Or more than likely, you're a child and you think that the president has a jewel stash, and you order your chimpanzee to go steal that jewel stash. And it so steals its testicles. <laughs> it spends the next five years fruitlessly trying to break into the White House looking for jewels. <laughs> Chinzo, don't come back until you have the president's jewels. <laughs> I don't want to see you until you have the president's jewels. Get out of well, here. Like, think about all the backcountry fucking redneck weirdos who are having a huge family just so they can steal their psychic animals. So they could like, and they're, they 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 always have a chimpanzee nearby, just so that they can create an army of like President Jewel stealing chimps. Yeah, we're gonna take this country back. <laughs> Go, my That's legion true. of chimps. Now, an entire army of of psychic chimps would be fucking destructive. It would be destructive. I don't know. I want a psychically linked animal. Yeah, no, that sounds great. So can can people tell if a if a animal is a psychic animal? Are they like spectral? Do they have like a a halo. Well, are the, they fuzzy? Are they in the fuzzy? golden compass, in the golden compass, you can tell because they're CG. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's fine. But I just <laughs> no. want to know if I have a psychic golden retriever if it's fuzzy. Probably. Um, uh, maybe unless it's like weird. I feel like that's half the that's half the fun of a of a dog is it just being soft. Do you, I wonder if you have to take him to like the psychic animal vet? <laughs> 
the psychic. Well, it's mostly the shaman. Is that they, they they call that just a psychologist? <laughs> well, I mean, just like you're like, oh, my dog's my psychic dog's not fuzzy anymore. What can I do about it? Bathe it. What happens if fuck? you go on meds and then your psychic animal just like goes crazy? That's definitely a risk, man. Like you, you've got you've got some serious problems that need treatment, but you know, fuzzy is just not having it. He's not getting along with your meds. Well, my biggest concern is like, what if you just goddamn hate your psychic animal? Because he's constantly shitting on the carpet. They're just like a real piece of shit. Like, I did not see eye to eye with this rhinoceros at all, but I am stuck with <laughs> it for life. I live in a one-bedroom <laughs> studio apartment. What if they try to, like, take over the psychic channel? They, they try to take you over? Yeah, what if they try to take you over, and then the rhinoceros is like, no, you steal the president's Suddenly. jewels. <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Rhinoceros. Yes. What if it is a two-way street? What if they have as much psychic like of a psychic connection with you as you have with them so that like if if your relatives die or if if you they can steal your relatives when the psychic <laughs> animal dies. <laughs> oh no, I feel the pull. I feel the pull. Yeah, you just have one super super intelligent rhinoceros who just like has a family of like a whole following of your relatives who are psychically bound to its will. And they're all they're all holding the president's jewels. They got all these hillbillies <laughs> that it was clearly smarter than. Oh, that's actually horrifying. A rhino out in the bayou with like a bunch of inbred hillbillies with shotguns backing it up. <laughs> like an army. This is just making me think of old man Logan. This is how this happens. Yep. There's a dog somewhere yeah. ordering him to chop people up. Yeah, you know they would have like psychic animal fighting rings. That would happen. That would happen. That's inevitable. I'm sorry, guys. Well, it's basically that's, that's basically Pokemon. That is pretty much Pokemon. Yeah, but the I, this is so much better because like when Pikachu gets fucked up, Ash dies. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And that's how you that's how you catch Pokemon. <laughs> you kill the other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah you how related them. do you have to be to them too? Like you could argue that every human is related to every other human by like. This is blood related. I guess all, we all have the same blood. We all have the same right? blood. We're all, yeah. Can you imagine how awkward high school would be when your spirit animal is constantly trying to hump every other spirit animal? I don't know. I feel like that's just like a good way to break the ice. Yeah. But that is a good point. Like, what if you're sitting next to, what if you're sitting next to Jessica and you're like, oh boy, I sure do like this, this Jessica. She's really pretty. <laughs> Better not say or do anything to give it away. And then yeah. your animal just goes over and yeah. starts like macking on her animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoops. My chimpanzee has one of those gross red rockets. <laughs> I mean, if, if they start getting along, you know, that's a good end. That's, that's just a good, that's a good story right there. <laughs> yeah. That would be really romantic. Uh, how'd you guys, like, how'd you guys meet? Well, we were at the same park and our, we know, <laughs> both noticed that our spirit animals yeah. were like over in a bush somewhere. Fucking. And so, yeah. So my, 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 my spirit <laughs> orangutan was totally plowing her cat spirit. Animal. Yeah. We knew it. We knew it was meant to be when our, when our two completely incompatible <laughs> animals were making it work. <laughs> making, just, just really just getting it on, having a great time. We walked up, we yeah. both saw them. We just smiled <laughs> knowingly. It was adorable. One thing led to another. They reciprocated well to each other sexually, yeah, and that's yeah. how we knew. And that's how we knew we were meant to be together. Yeah. Well, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good note to end on, huh? Yeah. All right. That's that's a terrifying world. Animal sex. Um. Yeah. And Let's, secret dwarves. I think I think shooting these ideas in the back of the head was a good way to start, Ryan. 
<laughs> yeah. We're not preserving any of these. These are some of the most disposable of our worlds. They go back into the darkness of the earth from which they sprang. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to think about secret dwarves pretty regularly for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I you'll think. be walking down the street. Any stocky bearded man, you'll just be like, I don't know. Uh-uh. I've got, I've got some, I've got some tall friends. I'm suspicious uh, of them. We should now. ask our just I'll... ask our two or three um, listeners to tweet us or send us Facebook images of secret dwarves that they find out in the in about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you find secret dwarves, please send them our way and we'll verify. Mm-hmm. Please, please take pictures of these. We'll secret send a task dwarves. force. Or experts. Email them. So yeah, next next episode is going to be a special one, listeners. Oh, yeah. Next episode, we are going to have another guest on the show, and um, we're also going to be kind of doing a throwback. Maybe not really a throwback, but we're gonna we're gonna source our ideas from past comments that have been submitted to us, and we're kind of just gonna like pick our favorites. Uh, it's gonna be part of our what are we calling this? What are we calling this? It's like call recycle, backs. recycled worlds or something, because it's it's all the yeah. the the ones that we thought were really funny, but we just didn't couldn't get to um yeah they weren't upvoted yeah. or yeah. whatever we didn't have the time to discuss them mm-hmm. or anyway because you guys are wonderful and you've submitted some like truly amazing ideas and it's really a shame just to see them go to waste not that not that us talking about them isn't them going to waste <laughs> in fact that actually might be a worse fate for them than anything <laughs> no we'll get our Uh-oh. we'll get our uh, filthy hands on them and do our thing yeah fondle those old ideas <laughs> That's not this week's metaphor, guys. We're going to shoot them all. Okay. <laughs> shoot them. That, that's the metaphor from this week. Murder those terrible ideas. Okay, thank you to everyone from Belafonte for uh, the use of our theme song, Bastion, off the EP Prime Meridian. It's fantastic, and so are all of them. And check us out on Reddit. Um, we have our own little subreddit called Disposable Worlds, um, all one word. Um, and... Our username there is disposable underscore worlds. So catch us there. Look for news. Um, look for uh, spaces to comment and give us new ideas. And, and um, yeah, hit us up on Facebook as well. Check us out on iTunes as well. And our website, radbotproductions.com, where you can uh, stream past episodes and even check out some of the other projects we're working on. So thanks again. Till next time. Bye.